Kings of Friends podcast episode eleven. Oh, Go. sorry, we're keeping you up. Sorry, that was a yawn, like a like a silent yawn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes, yes, the episode eleven, pretty good. It was yep. nice to get to ten. It was nice to get to ten. Yeah, it felt yeah. rounded and sensible. Yeah, eleven sounds like a. One more than ten. <laughs> no, what does that well, mean? It's, prime, it's symmetrical. It's a prime number. It's a prime number. Um, it's nicely symmetrical. Yeah. The preview show for our... For our uh, <laughs> We've got it right. I didn't even no, think about I, it. it just, I know. It, I've not even cut that. It that came out. As it came out. It came is out a preview show. Preview show for our um, event at Queen Street Brewhouse on the 3rd of June. We've got some uh, lovely artists to introduce to you. New ones. We try and get new people every time. And, uh, yeah, it's all very exciting. Ooh. At the brew house. At the brew house. At, at the, the Queen Street house. brew house in Colchester. At the brew house. At the brewer. At the, yes. Oh, well, no, it's not that one, though, but... Uh. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> Different show. Different show. Sorry, that's the other podcast. Yeah, sorry, that's, that's, that's the... Um, Courgette podcast. Yeah, that's, that's the other <laughs> Courgette podcast. We have two... <laughs> They're starting to melt. Well, it was, one it was a deal we had to do with um, Dave yeah, Corgett and Poem. Yeah. So, is that even true? So, let's go through the artists one by one. Who's first up, Mr. For, Peter Turner? For, oh, well, let me just unveil them in my magic box of people. And the first one up is Ellie Cornell. Now, Ellie has played with us before. She has played with us before. Oops, As, I said earlier that we never had anyone play again, but we couldn't help ourselves. Ah, but she is playing in a different capacity. Playing. She's not playing. Air quotes. Performing. Air quotes. She's so. performing. She is performing. The thing is about Ellie is there's so many things she does. She does. She does. Poetry. Echo. Um, she does poetry. She is an artist, actually. She was also quite a prolific drawer and painter. Yep. She is a member of two bands, the Lamplight Club and the Gin Twins. Yep. Um, she's a songwriter. She's yep. a guitarist. She's a singer, primarily in the musical side. And she's also a counsellor, actually, for a living. So she's pretty busy. Yeah. Now, she has had a 2013, I know what you're thinking, that's nearly 10 years ago. You're yep. right. 2013 um, EP online called Her Name is Story. That's her own original songs. Five tracks there on Spotify for you to work, for, go and find out about. Uh, she's based in Coggershaw. I, I mean, we shouldn't hold it against her. Isn't like, isn't there like a Coggershaw triangle, like the Bermuda yeah. Triangle? The Braintree Coggershaw Halstead Triangle. Yeah. And a, if you find the exact centre, you will disappear. Apparently, you'll just be vaporised. Um, yeah. People have said that. Uh, no one's found the exact centre. Well, it's very difficult to prove because. You know, the people that have tried it and it succeeded. Yeah. They never come back and tell us. Yeah, exactly. They, they get... So it's almost proof that it's actually true. It is. Everyone who's tried and done well with it has uh, disappeared. So she's here to do poetry. Yes. Uh, this month. And, um, or this event. Edit, edit. She uh, she writes very personal, heartfelt poetry. Uh, yeah. She deals with issues of uh, emotional issues, uh, reactions to things and coping really with relationships. It's mainly what she writes about. So it's going to be interesting to hear her. Yeah. It's going, to her be, mind. it's going to be interesting in the interview, actually. Because yeah. obviously she counsels people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can you imagine if she wrote all these stuff? Wait a minute, that one's about me. 
or I end up getting counselled while I'm interviewing her. I do sort of, you look out the window, I'm sort of crying. You're like, what the hell is he doing? One other thing I noticed when I had a listen to her poem that she sent in for us is that she's got such a lovely voice for poetry. I mean, really lovely, sort of tender, uh, sort of caressing kind of voice. It's a beautiful thing to listen to. And I always think, I always ask poets, you know, about their voices. Do they think their voice is important? Is it about the words? And they almost all of them say this tone really, you know, is what projects the ideas really. Is that the way you deliver it and whether you've got a voice for it. Let's listen to a poem of hers. Love flew through my window. Love flew through my window like a spirit from marbled skies. It rested quietly by my bed and stayed close by my side. Love met me by the garden gate and offered me a ride. We toured the lands I'd seen before, but viewed them with new eyes. Love spent the night and no sleep was had, with sweat and breath and happy morning eyes. I let love into a darkened room, my mind, my heart, and between my thighs. Love came walking and shared its thoughts and bloomed with petals of stunning shade. Like the sweetness of apple piece on my tongue, I stood contented in its shade. Love got edgy, bored, and sharp. I watched it change its shape. The lines lost definition. The home became the cage. Love bared its teeth, craved new meat, and scratched at all the doors. Love paced around the fireplace, all panting, rage and pause. I set love free and watched it bound beautifully over the fields and streams that we had walked. The house was very quiet. The walls echoed with ghosts of talk. The seasons changed and came darling new friends. Earl Grey and the sun's newborn rays. I realised that love had entered once more, and it was here to stay. Jane Thompson. Yes. Now, has she played with us before? She, uh, Jane. <laughs> I think she has. You know I what? I think she played with us on the Foresters. For God's God sake. At the top of this podcast... No, never, we haven't got any of these all new artists. Listen, I don't think she has. No, she hasn't. I'm sure she has. No, she both, listen, she? I've got this is the big list. I've got the big list in front of me, and it's got everyone on here. You know, Sting, all the names, but there's no Jane on it. And I'm pretty I good with lists. Jane Thompson. Well, well, the thing is, so the, to- the foresters. The point you're making, though, I think, is that she's very familiar face yeah. on the Colchester scene. She yeah. is here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. She is. She's what I would call a quiet pillar of the local scene. She does so many open mics. You go to an open mic, Tomsa. Yeah. You go to a gig, Tomsa. Tomsa. I'm going to let you guess the next one. You go to, say, a charity event. Bruce Forsyth? No, it's Tomsa. She's there. She's incredibly supportive of other acts as well. Always really generous uh, with her sort of praise. Uh, she's always happy to help out. Yeah. Um, it's great. I mean, she's always there basically to take part in any event. I mean, anything we've ever seen her at, um, you know, she's uh, up for sort of singing and doing anything. I mean, she's just great. 
Fantastic. Can she belt it out? She, she belts it out. In fact, belts aren't really, they're not strong enough for what she does. No. It's like, come on, belt it. Yeah. Ah, no, that hurts. Please leave yeah. me alone. I only took one more biscuit than I should have done. Yeah. Um, she writes all her own material. Yes. Spotify. I know we keep dropping, name dropping Spotify. That's because we're on Spotify. Uh, five singles between 2016 and 2019. Nothing since 2019, though. Now, like one of our previous alumni, mm. performance-wise, what, Adam guitar, the... vocals. Yep, yep. New York, talking about Adam V, aren't you? Yes, but I'm talking about Adam V, Adam, Adam Vaklovic. <laughs> um, same thing. Yeah. Live, guitar, vocals, very simple. Look at me, I'm playing Listen an acoustic. to the recordings and suddenly full orchestration. She, yeah, where's Jane? Where's, what happened to Jane? The Jane I knew. And uh, it's full orchestration. Uh, guitars, drums, the whole lot, keyboards. Uh, she chooses to do that. And you always, I always think you're going to hear the same thing, you know, when you hear a recording, you'll hear what you hear. Uh, but of course, a whole band, that's hard to hold together, isn't it? A whole band. Especially if you're not gigging with that band all the time. You know, you've got a band or you haven't. And basically, she's a solo act yeah. who records uh, with other artists and yeah. Uh, yeah, just orchestrates her music. Okay, we're going to play your song now. And this is called Do I Make Much Sense to You?
Okay, so Phil Hurst. Where did we meet Phil Hurst? <laughs> <laughs> Not at Fight Club. No, it wasn't at Fight Club. It was um, it was in the because of Queen course, Street. if he had met him there, we wouldn't be able to talk about it. <laughs> we met him at the Queen Street Brew House. We actually met him at the Brew House on one of our events, I believe. Yeah, I think it was. And he said, "Oi, come over here. I've got words for you." We said, "What are you talking about? Poetry, innit? I've heard you're looking for yeah. poetry." Opens up his jacket. And there were on the inside of the jacket, he had a bunch of notepads with yeah. poems written on. Yeah, and then he opened the other side; it was just a string of onions. And he said, "Wish you want, eh? I can supply all the poems and onions I- or poetry. <laughs> yeah, it's your only choices, boy." <laughs> but uh, yes, we met him at the Queen Street Brew House, yeah. and um, so so we decided. Um, We'd like him to come along and read some poetry. Because now, the onions didn't make any sense. <laughs> just a string of onions <laughs> if on we, stage. And we weren't sure how we'd stretch that to 15 minutes. So, mm. you know, we decided to go with the poetry. Just going, take a look, and then pausing. <laughs> yeah, and when he finishes up, he said, that's your lot. That's your lot. Oh, God. Right. So, so basically, yes, we, we met him. We thought, oh, that'd be interesting. Then we, we got in touch with him later to say... Um, so do you want to come and do some poetry and it was kind of a weird thing because I couldn't really find much on him online I started to wonder whether we'd imagined Phil Hurst yeah because we're quite (laughs) we're quite we're quite we're quite it's an odd I mean it's not like you can't say Phil Hurst would you I've imagined someone called Phil Hurst I mean they'd have something like a really bizarre name wouldn't they Chronity or something so then I started digging a bit further and I found um that he's got his own website. Yeah. He writes loads of stuff. I mean, yeah. there is lots of stuff out there. Um, he's part of something called Write Night, which has yeah. over 400 members. There's a local um, poetry, prose, plays, short films, all sorts of stuff. He's, inc- he's um, included in all that. Um, and he writes short stories and some poetry as well. He's had bits and pieces published online. It's interesting uh, to see what he'll do. I did wonder whether he'd just read a short story. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we we've have never, no idea. It's totally up to him. We've never had that, have we? No, it would be nice to get some a bit of variety. He's a prolific writer and he writes an awful lot. He's also a big nature lover. Is he? Yeah, he's a, he's a naturist. We Sorry, I'll start that. Again. Naturalist. He's a naturalist. He loves um a picture like nature. He takes photographs of things out in nature and puts them online. Really nice photographs. A bit oh. of a photographer. Maybe that's oh, his okay. other field. Here's a selection of two poems from Phil Hurst. A pair of poems. A pair. Toddler dinner. Peas, please. Not pineapples, pears, pizza or parsnips. I want peas. Not pork, place, pies or potatoes. Only give me peas. Not pecans, pretzels, peach or pumpkin. I only want peas. Not paella, pancakes, pavlova or prawns. Just peas. Just peas. Just peas. I ate the postie. No, it's called Scared of the Postie. Scared of the Postie. I'm a little bit scared of the postie. Now I'm home working all day. She knows. Phone calls, video meetings, these things mean nothing. The knocking continues until I open the door. Clothes, children's toys, my purchases are of no interest, but they will no longer return to the van. The door bangs until she sees me walking down the stairs. Smiles. Politeness. I have no reason to be scared of the postie. Still. Right. 
The next band, or the next, the next act is a duo. Yeah. The duo is called Bodie Blue, and it is made up of husband and wife. Yes. Richard and Rachel Moss. Rachel's yes. sometimes called Kitty online. So I've known Richard for, I haven't seen Richard for, hmm, probably something getting on for 30 years. Oh my God. Yeah. So. And this, you're going to meet him at the brew house that yes. night. Bloody hell. Yeah. I want to see this. So I was, <laughs> I was in a band with him a long time ago. Mm. Great band. Played a lot up in London. What were the band called? Well, first we were called Holly Horse. Hollow Horse. Yeah. Yeah. And then we changed the name to Resin. Resin. Yeah. Very good. Had a few few drummers. <clears throat> Not as many as the Kings. <laughs> uh, three, I think it was. Three yeah, drummers. I'd like to see where we stand, actually, in the world of <laughs> drummer exchange. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, great band. It's going to be good to catch up with him. He's a great guitarist. Yes. He's got um, a great voice. Lovely acoustic guitar. Distinctive sound to his voice. Right. Which I always like. I haven't heard the voice yet. Oh, you haven't heard the voice? No. The voice. Uh, <coughs> they call him the voice. He sounds a little bit like the singer Alf Placebo. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what it's going to be like, this acoustic set. Uh, and he, I mean, he's been in other bands as well, like Quaid and Kahagan. Um He's coupled together now with uh, his wife to make Bodie Blue. Yeah. Um, they sing about, well... The things you're seeing about, I suppose, love, loss, and connection. He's got a very delicate kind of way of working the guitar. You know, it's kind of uh, finger picky and yeah, you know, intricate. It's not here we go. Do you know this one? Do yous? It's not like that. No, it's I've never like, heard him speak like that. I mean, he, I haven't seen him for thirty years, but I shouldn't think he sounds like that. Now. His fingers were like a spider dancing across an electric grid, as they say. Do they say that? They do like that. Mm. Let's have a listen to one of their tracks. Odie Blue, and this is called Leaving.
Katie Four King. Is her surname Four Kings? Yes. I it didn't know this. Four Kings. So I, yeah, I had to get in touch with her and say it's almost like apologetic. Like, is your surname Four Kings? Because I thought that's an odd title. Otherwise, I know she's taken her surname and just broken it up. Into Katie Four Kings. Yeah. Yeah, I felt like I almost like it was so obvious, but I hadn't, <laughs> hadn't thought of it. Yes, that's her surname. Now, Justin and I had a tremendous experience once. We'll talk about that in the next part. <laughs> We had this amazing experience. So we went down, this, going back to the award ceremony. Yeah. Went down there. And I think it was uh, probably before we picked up our award. Yeah. Um, Katie came on with uh, her guitarist and sang. My God, was she good. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. One of, it's one of the best things I've ever seen live, actually. The confidence that girl has. Yeah. It's mean, a great voice as well. Great voice. It was flawless. And um, the, you could have had a pin drop. I mean, there was nothing moving in that theatre. It was really mesmerising. Yeah, and it was... Fantastic. It was pretty full, wasn't it, I think? Pretty full. Yeah. And yeah. at that point, that's when I thought, we have got to get this girl, this, sorry, this 21-year-old woman, say girl, but then again, I call everyone girl or boy, um, we've got to get her onto our event. And she agreed to come along. Yeah. Miss Four Kings yeah. has agreed to come along. Yeah. Um, she is really busy. Um, 14 singles she's got on Spotify. I mean, is this a 21-year-old? 14 singles. Yeah. Well, we got five. <laughs> <laughs> We've managed five in the last seven years. 2022 alone, just this year. And I mean, what are we? This is month five? Yeah. yeah. She's had three singles already. Um, ever Getting Over Me. Prove It or Lose It, Fabricated, the last single as well. Yeah. Uh, lots of London gigs coming up as well now. She's sort of broken into London and all the sort of satellite towns around London. It's always the same, isn't it? Which is, can you get into London? You know, this is where the people are. Yeah. All the big promoters and everything are in London. And, you know, we, we don't hate to bang on, on about it. We love to bang on about the fact that mm. how good the culture scene is. And she's definitely mm. one of the oh, sort God, of ones yeah. to look out for. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. it's what it's, I put on, uh, you know, when we were sort of posting about the event, I said, it's worth catching her now. You know, I mean, you've got, yeah. you've got a certain number, amount of time, I think, to catch her before she won't be playing here much. Yeah. So, you know, definitely come and see her. She has really sort of open personality. Uh, I call it an open personality. So her posts are very much about how she feels. She sort of uh, presents herself in that way. It's very naturalistic, um, you know, and all her songs reflect how she feels. They're all about herself, really, um, which is really nice. So you sort of get into, uh, you know, her sort of way of thinking and uh, how she sort of feels about things. Uh, she's also a prolific reader. Now, I, I know, being a teacher myself, of course, I'm always trying to push you know, books onto kids. Yeah. But she actually openly promotes it. You know, she does, she's not sort of thinking, well, I can't talk about this. Yeah. What's this got to do with music? She just puts it on there, you know, what she's reading. It's really nice to hear. Especially from an adult. You just don't hear many adults doing that, do you? I'm reading, reading this. Well, you don't, you don't hear them reading. <laughs> <laughs> What's that in the distance? Someone's yeah. eyes moving. I heard someone <laughs> scratching on my back window. Sorry. That was me listening to you reading out loud the other night. You don't hear many adults reading. That's got to be... I think we should start making a list of these. <laughs> You just don't know. It's just not as loud as it used to be. Really. <laughs> yeah. People are like keeping it to themselves. Yeah, it's almost like they're, yeah. they're, they're internalising yeah. it. All. Yeah, like it's like they're doing it in their head <laughs> and not actually saying it when they're reading it. Yeah. 
How dare they share your thoughts? It's so selfish. Well, her voice. I mean, the the the, the voice was what came across most of all. And um, she's great songs, though. I I know. Well, I was going to say, you know, apart from the songs, which she's had a really good run of good songs, good singles. uh, Her voice is just so confident. it's 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 one of those things. I think we've said this before, where you feel like you're in capable hands. I think there is. It's a bit like a writer when you start reading a a, a novel and you've never read from that writer before. You don't actually know, do you, what you're in for no. because you don't know what sort of hands you're in, and it yeah. takes a while. But someone like Katie exemplifies that kind of act where you know you're in good hands from the go because she is confident. At ease, she improvises, but not that much. You know, yeah. she improvises enough to sort of embellish what she wants to do at that point in time. It's not show-offy. She's just got a beautifully clean voice, and also the vibrato as well. She's got that lovely vibrato. Oh yeah, before. I mean, we were. It was fantastic. It was probably yeah the best performance we've seen. Like, I think almost so. it was sort of yeah. original that, that really yeah. took us back. I thought, wow. We're going to listen to Fabricated now, one of her recent singles, and um, don't be alarmed. It's a very interesting uh, piano keyboard sound at the start. Mm. Wonderful song, very self-revelatory, very honest, and uh, just a beautiful melody, and it'll stick in your head. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you've ever been through this this in your life, for you. I remember a stage in my life mm. where I was single, and I got together with this girl, and I thought, oh, this is it, you know, I'm totally in love, and then... We split up and I thought, actually, I didn't love you at all. <laughs> I think I was actually more in love with the feeling of being in love. Sometimes yeah. you can almost trick yourself. I think that is almost... What There's an talking. excitement beyond the actual feeling. Yeah, something like your soul actually, almost. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you, I think so. It's, uh, it's kind of... Yeah, this is almost. what this song's about. Yeah. So anyway, this is um, Katie for Kings and Fabricated. Let you prove me wrong 
It sounds like we have got a great night ahead of us. We have. <laughs> yes. And um, it's, what's great is putting this together because, um, you know, we, we don't just grab locals. We don't just say, you, you, like that. Yeah. Do, you play po- do you play poetry? It's not even a question. Do no. you play poetry? Get off me. Why are you? Yeah. Oh, come on. Yeah, We're not like that. Trouble, no. What no. we do is we scan the horizon from a Little King's Tower with, yeah. a, with a pair of heavy, heavy binoculars. <laughs> yes. And yes. these people sort of come into our view and we say, okay, I'll hunt those mothers down. Yeah. And when we've hunted the mothers down... We this then, is actually all true. This is all true. <laughs> When we've hunted those mothers down, we think this is going to make a great show. This will make a great event because we've managed to find people who are genuinely interesting for the public. We want you to come along and see them. We feel like we're kind of, we're unearthing something for you. It's going to be a really good night. We're really looking forward to it. And uh, so get yourselves down there. We don't have to come around your house, drag you around. (laughs) We won't be in the middle of the night unless we plan ahead. They'll drag be, them out the night before they'll be on the sofa they'll turn around and go what like that you'll be actually in the doorway darkening the doorway going where are you coming like I don't even know who you are yeah yeah Justin like that and then you'll yeah. just close the door and walk off yeah what a strange thing that would be for them no, I, I don't I know think, who he is mother yeah yeah I think if I got the chance I would steal a biscuit from the kitchen yeah, so, so run behind the sofa. I'm thinking like so proper world here. Run behind the sofa, grab something from the kitchen. They dive over the sofa, but they miss you. Crash into the bureau. Yeah. <coughs> so. <laughs> oh, just clear my entire lungs system. Ah, right. So as you know, if you're familiar with the show, the bit at the end of the show, we like to call it the wrap-up section because it's the section where we wrap things up. Yeah, we wrap things up. So and we're say, going now. We're going now. And um, we hope to see you there. And it's yeah. going to be a great event. Oh, I nearly forgot the competition. Ah, yes, of course. Of course, the answer was um, crab meat. We had at least eight entries for that. The prize was a courgette. For the competition. Competition. The courgette competition. Yes, Dave's courgette is boring to sponsor the competition. And if you took part... Thank you very much. The answer was crab meat, if you were paying attention. There was a tiebreaker, wasn't there? There was a tiebreaker, and the the answer to that was... um, Curly Whirly. Only to find it was an empty wrapper. (laughs) The rapper was Never it. give a baby curly whirly. I've always stood uh, Hello. Literary kings and friends talking bullshit again.